Okay, call to order. Let the record show that the meeting began at 5.30 p.m. Uh, first on the agenda, item number one, um, item number two, I mean, uh, consent calendar. I consider motion adopting consent calendar as presented. Well, the roll call first. Okay. Uh, okay. Attendant. All right. All right, bye. Okay. Item one, a roll call. McConnell. Um, here. Mickey's? Here. Nichols? Here. Seaberg? Here. And Townsend? Here. Okay. Uh, Item number two, consent calendar. Consider a motion adopting consent calendar as presented or amended. Can I get a motion? I shall move. Okay. Have a motion, a second. Okay, second by by McConnell. Okay, um, we have a board discussion regarding consent calendar. Okay, you've had a chance to look at it. Are there any questions or comments? I'm sorry, where are you? I'm at a, a step step two board uh, board discussion. Okay, thank you. It's hard to hear each other with our masks. <laughs> okay, if there's no discussion, uh, request a roll call for vote. McConnell, I'm here. No, I'm supposed to say A. Aye. Aye. Mickey's. Nichols. Yes. Seaburger. Aye. Townsend. Yes. Okay. Motion carries. Uh, we move on to item number three. Public comment on items not on the agenda. Uh, if there are comments, you need to keep them to, we request you keep them to five minutes or less. I don't think there's any public. Okay, if none, we shall move to item four. New business. Uh, first, the new business is uh, Select nominating committee. We need someone to volunteer to uh, uh, let uh, get nominations and make a report for uh, officers for the coming year. So that if you don't feel alone, I would be willing to be on that committee. Uh, can we get one other person to be there with me? Okay. I'm happy to help. Okay, Seaberg. Okay. You need another one? Okay. Yeah, that would be a cool one. Okay. Okay, so the selection nominating committee will be Townsend and Seaberg. Ger. Er. <laughs> okay. Er is optional. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we will have that information available at the uh, next meeting. Uh, next, we have uh, 
discussion, CPRB role and purpose defined. Um, Pat, would you, uh, you know, wish to explain uh, to the board what the uh, CPRB role and purpose is? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Orv. So, um, I guess to quote certain parts of our ordinance, I would direct you to section 882, subparagraph A, which discusses the intent and goals of the ordinance. And that says that uh, one of the main goals and intents of the ordinance is for the investigation into claims of any appropriate conduct by sworn officers. That's uh, a goal of the ordinance. And then section 887B uh, sets forth the board's duties with regard to that particular goal. So the board's duty under the ordinance is to review reports of the police chief or the city manager. And then also the next section 887C also gives the board the duty of maintaining a registry, a central registry of various complaints. And then also <coughs> uh, reporting to the city council every now and then about police practices, procedures, and policies. So as I think about it, two, two main things that the board does is one is review complaints that are filed by citizens. Two is to make uh, you know, recommendations or reviews to the city council of police practices and policies. Okay. Do we have any questions uh, for, for Pat? Or comments you'd like to add? Okay. Thank you, Pat. Okay. With that, we'll move on to item number five, old business. Well, before we do that, I guess, what was the goal of having, having that on the agenda? I don't recall. <laughs> I think someone expressed, expressed concern related to that area, and it seemed that the best way to address that would be to get a clarification. Okay. I did. Okay. I put it under new business, though. Did you have something that you wanted to talk about, or? Well, it's under new business. <laughs> you can talk, I can talk to him. Yeah. I've been concerned. I know we're supposed to be the review board of complaints by citizens. However, we've gotten astray. The council had asked us to um, add, suggest more ways we can be involved. But I think we go too far when we start saying, making things that would become a city ordinance or a change for the police department. That's not our job. We're reviewing. Well, and I don't think that, um, I just think we've gotten away from that. You said 887C is reviewing police policy and making recommendations on changes to police policy part of our charge. Uh, you know, Jerry, I think, you know, we've been kind of stagnated and we've kind of, it, it seems like we've gone astray, but I think maybe the real villain here is the fact that the city council request, made a request of us. And that was somewhat of a specific request, but it also presented the opportunity to expand, which we jumped on and we did. And I think, I think we should 
cover that uh, I you know, in, 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 in these um, deals, uh, these recommendations that we've given to the city council because we've been kind of stagnated on that and not able to really come up with anything solid. And I think what we're talking about now is a lot to do with that. So maybe it's time for us to take a look at where we are and maybe look at going in different direction to get the information that we need. Yeah. I just really want to be sure we stay on track for what our assigned duties are. Yeah, and I think an example of that is item five, old business, which we're getting ready to discuss, uh, you know, which is CPRB recommendations to the city council. And for example, item number nine, this is about the eighth time that item number nine has been on the agenda, mainly because we've been struggling with coming up with something solid that's acceptable. And um, you're talking about under executive session uh this is a uh, old business uh, item number five. Oh, I yeah excuse me oh, but, okay. but but but, but under that discussion of uh cprb recommendations to the city council item you know we gave them a list of um minute things several things and item number nine on that list is what we're talking oh, okay, about thank here. You. <laughs> that's on our list of recommendations right I'm sorry yeah so you know we this is on the agenda for i don't know how many times but we're still at the same place where um you know we we we, we agreed that um we would leave the uh lawyer off in terms of our recommendation but where are we at with this you know in terms of um Item number nine in the list of recommendations that we made to the city council. Uh, I know we've gotten the information for the business courts, you know, so that that's taken care of. But these other things here, we still need to deal with in terms of a recommendation that that will be feasible. So, uh, you know, it's like uh, Mc McConnell. Uh, you were going to do cost of C CPRB outreach awareness uh, slash forum events. Do we have anything on yeah, that? Yeah, I, ca I called um, IV and I didn't have a number of what to ask for, so I asked for 30 cupcakes and that would be $30. I called Molly's, <laughs> that would be $99. <laughs> And um, I called, um, well, my husband called it for me, Deluxe Bakery, and there's a, they don't make them anymore. They refer everybody to Molly's. So it sounded like the most reasonable one was hy V. Okay, any discussion on that? The, it's, okay, the other thing that I'm thinking is when we advertise for the public meeting, I think we should do it not only in the daily, in the citizen, but also in the daily Iowan, in bold print, not just regular newsprint, because that'll catch somebody's eye, whereas 
they not, may not be looking at where it is otherwise. Okay. Seaburger, um, do you have uh, anything to report on the uh, placing C PRB information at the courthouse? Uh, no, I emailed. I need to get back on. I don't know if it went to someone's spam, but um, before the next meeting, I'll, I'll physically go there, which is actually what I did the first time. I went to the administration building to the Board of Supervisors and talked to their receptionist who said she was going to give that information to the board and see. And I didn't hear back at all. Um, so like I said before the next meeting, <clears throat> I'll just go there again. I'm not sure what the problem was. Maybe, you know, I sent her, I attached a PDF of what we'd all kind of looked at. Um, I mean, I almost feel like, I mean, you know, we should go through the proper procedures. <laughs> Although I see things on this bulletin board at the courthouse that I'm quite certain no one asked permission to put there. I don't mean they're bad. I just feel like it's a public place and maybe I should just go place something there and if somebody tears it down, so be it. <laughs> Although it's always nice to get the formal approval. And so I guess it's up to the board, our board, if we want to just want me to post one. I'll laminate it myself. I, I can pay the cost and just put it up. Or do you want me to follow up with the Board of Soups? Um, I guess the question would be probably which one you think would be most more effective. Well, perhaps because of spam email, my first attempt wasn't effective at all. <laughs> and then I was kind of waiting because I, I visited the public defender's office. And I was kind of waiting. I know Chris had said that we're making up new brochures. I don't know when those. Oh, okay. Because I, I know I could go to the PD, public defender's office and give them brochures. I'll get some to you, Jim. Okay. And I know they would, yeah. you know, as the attorneys or whoever sees fit the investigator would provide yeah. one yeah. to people that they either ask for it or they think, oh, you know, based on, you know, I can't represent you on this, you know, a specific complaint against an officer, but here's information about how you can do that. So. Yeah, and, and you know, not everybody is is deals with technology. So, I think basically just physically yeah. having them there so people can see them and take them yep. would yep. probably work best. And if we go that route, then we also need to when we put it together, we also need to inject in there how we're going to maintain this over a period of time. You know, somebody has to check and refurnish it and stuff like that. Right. But that's something that when we start putting planning in place, you know, we can we can take that into account. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then we had item number ten, you know, which uh, had to do with uh, the city shall provide. Uh, I think we dropped that. 
Well, we 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 at the last meeting we we had agreed to not pursue access of a lawyer, but you know <laughs> we still need Nichols to report on cost of services for social worker slash medical <laughs> professional. So you, you had know. me call the social work department, and like they wanted to know when would it start, how many hours did I think it would be. Um, all that and I couldn't tell them anything because I didn't know and um, I just haven't gotten back to them and you know like I said some of the things they they they, they sound good but or they're feasible you know it's like we never know how many complaints we're gonna get when we're gonna get them so when I talked to him it was going to be a voluntary a voluntary act action you think it would be, you know, if, if they were going to work with us, you think that maybe we could approach them about just as assigning a staff member that would work with us in that area. So, you know, if we, if we do get an individual, you know, that's interested, then we can give them the information and, and you know, have them to go down and communicate with the appropriate person. And the bylaws it says that they can bring their clergy, a friend, a relative. I mean, it, it's already saying they can bring who they want to bring to be supportive to them. So that's just a hesitation I had after I talked to um, the School of Social Work was when it already is saying they can bring in these four people. If a social worker came in to provide support to fill out the form, the client wouldn't know who the social worker was, you know. So it'd be a strange, a strange person, another strange person helping them fill out a form. And I, I, if people can agree or disagree, but that's just what my thinking was. Do you think that we would get the effect that we want if you know? It was set up so that if we had an individual that we felt, you know, needed that, that we could just give them the information. And I mean, it's just something that, you know, a citizen can already have access to if they go down there. I guess that would be one question. Or is it something that we're gonna have to Put something and coordinate putting something in place and then you know do follow up on it so You know, I, you know, I, I can't come up with anything solid on it. You know, so I guess the question is, what, what do we want to recommend, recommend to the city council, specifically related to this area? 
I'm having difficulty. I'm having difficulty hearing you. But are you saying we want you want me to call back and find how much they would charge? No, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, I'm. I want to make sure I understand what you're saying. You know, are you saying that there's already these. This is already in place. All a person has to do is just go down and say that they will want to talk to someone and they could, you know, communicate with a social worker. Actually, what I was saying, it already delineates in the bylaws who they can bring. And they can bring just about anybody, it sounds like. Their minister, their pastor. Is that something that's in our complaint information? Pardon? Oh, is that something that's in the complaint information yeah. brochure that they can bring? Okay. So, yeah, I hope, I mean, I know not everyone can read that, regardless of whether or not they speak English, but because hopefully they would have a friend who could. Oh, it's okay. Otherwise, if I called again, I'm going to have the same questions asked of me because it would depend on how often, how long, how much time, and, and it, I don't, we haven't decided on any of that. Would it? Would it? Would we get the uh, results we want if we could just, you know, put put in our our report that if a citizen felt they had a need for this service, then this and give the, have the information there. This is where they can go and and you know request to communicate with someone. So if we can do that, then would that give us the result that we want? And then you're saying that if they do that, they can take anyone with them that they want. Yep. It's no, in no, the she's bylaws. saying that our process in our bylaws allow people to bring a friend or a clergy member with them. Okay. So she does, sounds to me like you're saying that you don't think that an advocate is necessary since they're able to bring somebody else. Right. Okay, hey, were there any other questions? Questions related to that? Okay. Okay. Um, I, I would have just a couple comments, I guess. I think the council was wanting to hear from the board about what it is that a social worker would do and what it would cost. So I think we've been spinning our wheels on both those issues. And you know it's in the balls in our court, so to speak, to get back to council about that recommendation. So I think you should firm up to the degree that you can what this social worker would do. And then once you figure that out, it might be easier to find somebody to say, yes, we can do it and here's what it would cost. Um. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I, kind of heard that now that we're reminded that the bylaws say they can bring a friend, clergy, maybe perhaps some other person that we don't feel this is necessary. Is that what you were saying or no? The social worker. But the bylaws say you, they can bring um, a minister, a friend, or a family member. Okay. And if they don't have anybody like that, 
they could let us know and we'll see okay. what we can do. Okay. Okay. See, and that's where, that's where, you know, I was Correct. thinking, yeah, it would be ideal for people that don't have those supports to have somebody with um, trauma awareness training available to help them through the process. Issue that I'm running into is that we seem to have the same difficulty in this area with social workers that we do with mental health providers in that there just aren't enough. Um, some of the organizations that I reached out to said that they would be very interested in and willing to work with us on something like that, but they haven't even been able to hire enough people to deal with the things that they're currently trying to provide social workers for. There just aren't people. And, and I'm listening to what Pat is saying, and you know, and, and this is that you know we need to basically be able to make a recommendation to the city council that you know, a, a social worker is either we either it's in place already or we make arrangements to put it in place. If it's in place already, then we don't, that, that should be no cost. It's just coordinating how we get the person to the right place. If it's not in place and we are gonna try to get it in place, then we need to basically deal with them in terms of having a specific social worker assigned and how and, and then what would that cost and it gets difficult with that because we we never know when we're going to need them a schedule so it gets kind of awkward i had asked chris how often in the past few years has someone asked for support in filling out forms and she said never right I think we, we started this for the budget because council wanted a budget from us on how much we were asking for. And if we're not, if we're not gonna do this, then um, it just won't be included in the budget. Okay, so you've communicated with them and so what would happen if, you know, an individual contacted us and we felt that this is a situation where they need to go and talk to someone at social services. So we could refer them to social service and they could go down and they already can have access to the social worker that will help them to address no. what we've it, been talking about. It's to be supportive to help them fill out the form. But there isn't that's all they would be doing. That's all a social worker would be doing. She's not going to provide therapy, or he okay. is not going to provide therapy. And that's what I thought, you know, one of the concerns we had was that they were going to be working with this person to cover any areas that they had at that point. No, so like, for example, um, the domestic violence intervention program their advocates who I've reached out to them, they don't have anyone available, but um, as an example, their advocates, if somebody is working through a domestic violence situation, they will help them with paperwork, they will go down with them to the police department. When they have court, the advocate will be present. And it's, you know, they're not providing therapy to the individual related to the trauma outside of the process, but at every step of the process, if they need someone there. And I mean, sometimes it's little things just like, you know, a, a survivor will freeze up walking into the courtroom because they know that the person that assaulted them is in that courtroom. 
And just having that advocate with that trauma awareness training to be like, you know, take a deep breath, we have to go in, you have to do this. That's the kind of scenario that I was thinking when I made the recommendation for the advocate. If somebody feels that they've been traumatized by the police, there's gonna be an interview, you know, between the complainant and the police present are both gonna be there. Mm -hmm. Having somebody that can help guide them through getting through that without having, you know, like a post-traumatic type reaction mm-hmm. was, was the idea. And, and it was my understanding that we were gonna be specific in terms of dealing with individuals, only those individuals who were traumatized during the course of our process, you know, okay. Or we're just afraid to stop. They're not necessarily traumatized, some will be, but just like I don't understand about the filing it, you know, about filling it out. So we, you know, we're gonna have to have someone to, 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 to write a report for this. And I'm, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm not sure that we have a recommendation that it's going to give an ongoing guarantee when people need it. I, I'm, I, I guess I'm, I'm still a little confused about it, but I guess it's because it just, I, I, I'm having trouble seeing how we're going to make this work when we don't know when the person is going to need it you know, and things like that. But if we're just going to be a referral source and the, ser- the service is already there, and we're gonna just be a referral source. So is that what I'm hearing? I'm not sure where you're getting that. <clears throat> because There's not a have... service that you can walk into and just say, I need a social worker for whatever. That, that does not exist. Okay. If we, if we had a, a graduate student coming in, we don't know that they'd be available anytime. They might be at a practicum, they might have classes, and they may not want to do it. I think we could always find um, a social agency that deals with walk-in people. I'm sure we have one in Iowa City. I don't know. Okay. Do we have any any questions? Okay. Okay, well, we're going to need a volunteer or subcommittee to prepare a budget report. on these items and you know outline them and exactly the cost and things like that and and basically um, you know outline the services and the causes that will be needed and then get um, report back to the board for review at our next meeting I can do that okay All right, thanks, Amanda. Okay, um, I want to ask the board members if you have any comments regarding the memo sent to the city council, <coughs> excuse me, from the city attorney regarding CPRB proposals for audience, audience change. 
Did you get a chance to look at that? And if so, does anyone have any any questions? Okay. I, I looked at it and it, you know, it, it just seems that you know the recommendations that we made they were it indicated that it wouldn't be possible because it uh, you know violated city you know a code or an ordinance or something like that mainly I think one of the big culprits was confidentiality you know so most of the recommendations that we made uh, the uh, City attorney is indicating that it wouldn't be feasible because it would be violating confidentiality. No, they, did, they didn't ask us for that. The board recommended it to them. So um, it wouldn't be part of the budget. If you want a separate report about that written, I'd be glad to do it. Yeah. But um, like I said, it wasn't a request from the city that we need to do that. Okay. That was our idea. No, but I'm. I'm. This is a separate thing. Uh, the um, if you if you notice, you know, on your on your agenda, you know, the the city council, you know, sent a memo. The city attorney, I mean, sent the memo to the city council. Would his findings and a list of recommendations and it seemed that most of our recommendations a lot of them he's saying that this is not going to be feasible and one thing it came down to is confidentiality another thing where we say we'd like to have the police officer meet with us that's not feasible because the officer can't uh, can't incriminate himself you know so um, you know. I have a question just about the general process here. If we make a recommendation and the chief of police does not agree with the recommendation, that's not it at that point, right? It goes to, does it go to city council if there's a disagreement? The recommendation you Policy make goes to council. Okay, that's what I thought. Go to the chief, okay. it goes to the council. Okay, that's what I thought. Of course, okay. the council will discuss it with the chief, but. Okay, thank you. I just want to make a comment on the, um, copy of the city report back to us and for the um, that in instances of a sustained misconduct complaint the CPRB be given information about the corresponding discipline and that the CPRB be allowed to include it in its reports its findings and whether that discipline is reasonable and fair the response was, this proposal cannot be adopted without changes to state law, as disciplinary records of all government employees are confidential. Pat, just to clarify, Amanda, um, which, which recommendations were you talking about? Are you talking about these 12 that went to? Yeah. Oh, I'm just talking about, no, oh, no, I was not talking about those. I'm talking about the general process for when we recommend a policy change. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. the same either way. Okay, that's what well, I that thought. That policy it change recommendation goes to me uh, because I'm the one who sets policy for the department. Oh, I think that the recommendations are supposed to go to council. If it's a general order, it goes to the chief. Okay. But if it's ordinance change, 
a resolution change, then it goes to the council. Okay. Well, the ordinance says that we make, you know, recommendations to council, not to the chief. Yeah. So they I, should go to council. Either either way, it's going to get in front of you. Yeah, so. Right. But but this this um, letter here where it asks had we had you know had a chance to uh, look at the memo that the city attorney sent to the city council. You know when we sent in our I mean it was the 12 recommendations to the city council. Uh, they indicated that some of them uh, they would have to run by the the city attorney to see how would it, would it would it be feasible and basically what he did after looking at those recommendations that he generated this letter and sent it to the city council indicating you know his concern about various uh, recommendations oh i'm looking at i was looking at the letter that we got back from susan about the bias-based policing policy what letter are you looking at i'm looking at this one here Dated August 16th. Okay. I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, that, that was okay. in the packet. Okay. okay, thank you. Wrong thing, too. Basically, the report this, this was in the um, denied everything that uh, we had sent to them. <coughs> yeah, all of the memorandums because <clears throat> they're saying it would uh, require a change in state law and about confidentiality and that kind of thing yeah. so so after get, after reading this you know i got a little upset because you know most of the recommendations we made it's like we run into a roadblock because it's just not feasible so you know i just kind of took a sex i stepped back and took another look at it and what i came up from my perspective is is i maybe we need to take a look at changing our approach because the initial approach we took it kind of got us involved too too deeply in in the system where we would be you know trying to get into policy and stuff like that and that's that's not really our role and that's pretty much what this what this memo is saying so i would suggest that we take a step back and see maybe we need to take another approach that instead of making recommendations that gets us too involved, we look at making recommendations where we are just dealing with looking at the policies. You know, I feel that access is very important and that's something that we didn't have at first. And I think, you know, with our last police chiefs, we've been very fortunate in that, you know, they have worked with us. But I think if we look at like things like requesting records and statistics of an officer, uh, how many arrests does this person have? You know, what is the the make race makeup? And I think basically a while back we got a clear picture that we had at least one officer that seemed to have problems with black population because his statistics just kind of obviously showed that. You know, and I think if we look, if we have access to the materials, we can look at that and we can get a good picture. And if there's a case where an officer is, you know, acting inappropriately, then basically we can make recommendations based on that. But as far as, you know, our initial recommendations, you know, this memo is pretty much telling us like, hey, because of 
confidentiality and you know you can't force an officer to incriminate theirself by you know getting involved in conversation then you know maybe this is we, we shouldn't be that deeply in the system we need to take another approach you know that's kind of where what I'm they at. concluded about the recommendation for a social worker or lawyer it said while this reclamation could be implemented it presents logical and perhaps ethical problems yeah that only applied to the request <clears throat> for a lawyer which the board brought mm -hmm. so the city attorney said i'm not making any opinion about what the board requested with regard to a social worker i just generally struggle with the idea of saying that even when something is the right thing to do we're not going to do it because of a state law. Um, cities challenge state laws, that happens all the time. Our city council just very recently challenged a state law by issuing a city mask mandate. I was very thankful that they did that. It's part of the process. If there's a bad law, it's the duty of people in positions like ours to challenge that law and the city council to challenge it. And those things play out in the court system. That's what the court system is there for. I just, we've had a lot of things that used to be illegal um, and used to be legal that were very on the wrong side of the fence. And the only reason that those laws changed, uh, the only reason a lot of populations of people have rights that they have now is because somebody challenged it in court. I don't like the idea of just throwing hands up in the air and saying, well, there's a state law, so we're not even gonna try. I think, I almost think that would have to be um, individuals. I don't think the board could be going on. Ultimately, it would be city council. It would be, you know, I, I think challenge and push you back. Know, I can't agree with you, you know, and I think if, you know, if an individual feels very strongly about something, feel that, you know, a law is, is unfair and and it's, it's, you know, really creating issues for, for, for citizens, then I think, you know, I, I would think that we, a person, individual, can br bring that, you know, because there are a section where board members, you know, can express their concerns. If that were to be brought up and the majority of the board agreed with it and it, you know, came out that we would write a letter, you know, I, you know, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Now, Pat, in terms of our role, would we be exceeding our, our authority? Well, I, I think maybe let's think about where you are in the process here, that the council came to you and said, tell us what you would like to make changes to the ordinance in order to make you work better. Mm -hmm. So you came up with this list of 12 recommendations. You gave it to the council. The council said, with regard to several of these things, we need some legal review. So that's what the city attorney's office has done. And he gave that memo to the council, and we're still waiting to hear yep. from what the council's going to do. Yep. So just because the city attorney has made that recommendation or made that memo explaining the re legal ramifications of your request, I think you just need to wait and see what council does. That's okay. Thank you. Kind of the point I was trying to make as far as saying so, that this letter meant that these things weren't possible. Okay, so along with us waiting to see what the council's gonna do, then if we can basically get the information that they requested, I mean, we got two things here. We gotta wait and see what the 
city council is going to do with these recommendations in terms of the legalities. That's one thing, but they've asked for information from, from us so that they can, you know, approve a budget. I mean, if we need money from them to do any of these things, then it has to be approved by the city council. So we still need to get a budget to them in terms of any services that we, any costs related to the services. Yeah, I'll submit one to Chris before the next meeting. Okay, all right. I also think we have to protect the, um, the board. And that's why I'm thinking individuals might have to go ahead and do that because the city council could withdraw the section eight, whatever it is we're under. Um, I just think we have to protect the standing of the, of the board. <laughs> Our existence. <laughs> otherwise, <coughs> otherwise we're not gonna be helpful. Well. You know, I'm, I'm kind of what, what, what Amanda, I mean, if something comes up and we feel that is creating an unfair situation for citizens, then I think we should, we should speak up, you know, but I, I say in situations like that, protocol would be that we discuss it amongst ourselves and that we put a vote on it and whatever the majority goes with, it's what we go with. If someone want, then if you want to handle it as an individual, then you know you can go that route. So I would, I would suggest that we handle things with along those lines. Okay. So we have any other questions? We 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 have the, um, you know, someone's going to you know write the uh, information up on the budget and the request they have and get that back to us for the next meeting. Do we have any need for further discussion? Okay, if not, we'll move on to item number six, board information. Does anyone have anything that they would like to share, any concerns? I would like to have um, the person that was hired to be in a social work kind of position for the police, uh, the, the man who's working with the police, um, I'd kind of like to hear from him. Oh, yeah. Joa, Silos, I can do that. If you want to put it on the agenda, we can have him come to the next meeting. Okay. 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 Do you have any specifics or anything that he needs to, that if he, he needs advanced information to prepare for? You know, or you just want to get an overall view? Just overview. an overall view and what, what okay. he does. And okay. Overview. Okay. Okay, any other board uh, discussion? Okay, if not, we'll move on to item number seven, staff, staff information. Chris, do you have, have anything? Nothing. Okay, none. Okay, with that we move on to item number eight, tentative meeting schedule and future dates. Um, you know, the, we have three meetings here, dates for three meetings. Uh, are those dates acceptable to everybody, or does anyone have conflicts where we need to make adjustments? If no conflicts, okay. Okay. 
And we'll move on to the next item. Item number nine is consider a motion to adjourn to executive session. Uh, need a motion? Motion. Motion by Amanda. A second. Second by C. Berger. Okay. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Ayes have it. Okay, we will allow a few minutes for staff to make adjustments. <laughs> 